Welcome to this episode of Reddit Guy. The subreddit we will listen to today is called r slash nuclear revenge. Our first post of this episode comes from Blue323S Day and it's titled Pick Your Battles a Little More Carefully. Originally posted in Petty Revenge, was recommended that I post it in Nuclear Revenge. Here's the obligatory intro paragraph. On mobile, long time lurker, first post. Long wind up, revenge at the end. So basically, I moved into a 2BD apartment two months ago with Sarah and Jessica, names changed. Now, Sarah is on the lease, Jessica is Sarah's girlfriend and isn't on the lease. I pay 50%, Sarah pays 25% and Jessica pays 25% of rent. Not my ideal situation but I was desperate for roommates at the time. Fast forward two months, they're enormous slobs who never do anything so I clean up after them all the time. I vacuum the living room, mop the kitchen, do dishes, etc. I buy most of the shared groceries and household items like TP, which the two of them plough through really quickly. Sarah has a cat in the apartment which is unauthorised, and regularly has an unauthorised dog here too. Their rent is paid late and utilities on the last possible day. Also, the girls smoke copious amounts of weed and while I don't care, I ask them to be respectful enough to air out the apartment and keep the smoke out of my room. Now last week shit goes south. Sarah and Jessica overheard me bitching about having to clean up after them and after ignoring me for a few days, sent me a long text about how rude they considered that, etc. So I let out everything that was bothering me, and tell them that if they don't want to live with me, I'll gladly release them from the lease, repay the deposit, and they can go. This causes them to freak out and they tell me, it's two against one, we will force you to move. Oh hell no. I blocked them on all forms of social media and means of communication. The next day, I went down to the apartment managers and reported the two unauthorized pets and the unauthorized occupant. Written notices were given, Sarah and Jessica threw them straight in the trash. I returned from a four-day stay at my dad's and go straight to report the unauthorized occupant Jessica, who has already once been asked to leave, and both unauthorized pets which were supposed to be gone by now. Well, at this point Sarah and Jessica are getting pissed off. Jessica screams obscenities at me any time I enter or leave my bedroom. Twice she spent a half-hour period pounding on my door and the walls of my room. She taunts me through the door trying to get me to open up. All of this is being quietly recorded on my phone while I still haven't said a word. So yesterday, I went back down to the office to finish securing my new apartment and to report more violations. When I came home, the chain lock was locked so I had no way to get in. This is what I had been waiting for. Jessica taunts me again, on video, and then slaps my hat off my head, hitting me square in the forehead with the back of her hand. Bingo. The revenge. I call the cops, rat Sarah and Jessica out for being druggies, get all their paraphernalia confiscated, and get a police report for battery. Come Monday, I'll be on my way to the prosecutor's office to press charges. The apartment managers will also be getting a copy of this report. Also, tomorrow is the last day to pay rent before it's late. Sarah and Jessica disappeared early this morning. If they don't pay rent I'm gonna get them on the abandonment clause, finally get them evicted, and have the locks change. All before I move out tomorrow. It's two against one, think again. The next post from Jimmy Ricky Bobby Billy is titled I'm the Padawan. My dad is the master. Dot. Back in 1991, my dad bought my mom a brand new Chevy Caprice. You know, the big, ugly fat is a whale cop car. It was white, with fake mesh wheels and white wall tires. My mother loved it. She had it two weeks and kept it parked in front of our house in Sir Cal. 
the guy across the street was a contractor. Back in 1991, that basically meant shady douchebag that hired illegals that stood outside Home Depot. Shady douche started remodeling a house up the street from us on our side of the road. They were doing some stucco work. At the end of the day, his workers decided to just dump the leftover stucco in the gutter and try to hose it down the street. It got all over my mom's tires. She didn't notice, drove off and it went all over the passenger side of her car. My dad wasn't happy. Not. One. Bit. He went across the street to talk to the contractor neighbor. My dad is a 6 feet 3 inches Air Force Vietnam Purple Heart recipient. He has fired a weapon in anger. Neighbor was a 5 feet 4 inches asshole with an attitude. Dad goes over and explain the situation, actually keeping his calm. He asks the guy to have the stucco removed from the car. The neighbor tells my dad to go fuck himself. I'm expecting my dad at this point to kill said neighbor. Instead, he says, okay, and walks back across the street. He has my mom's car detailed, and that's that. Seven years later, my dad and I are watching a Laker game, and it's about 10 at night and it's half time. My dad says, I will be right back. He walks out of the house, goes into the garage and gets two one-gallon buckets of paint. He walks across the street and dumps it all over the neighbor's brand new BMW convertible. The neighbor had left the top down, because it was in May and the weather was nice in Southern California. So, the entire outside and inside of the BMW is now covered in paint. My dad walks back, puts the paint cans back in the garage, closes the door, and comes back to watch the rest of the game. The next morning, the neighbor comes out and sees his car. We hear him saying out loud to his wife, I don't understand who would have done this. I don't get this at all. He had forgotten all about the stucco. My dad just waited and waited. Fast forward to now. Seven years ago, an asshole down my road hit my dog and killed him, then drove off. I found his hubcap in the road next to my dog and confronted him. Oh I thought it was a deer. I am waiting for a really nice day. The paint is ready in my basement. Edit. Holy shit, my first ever award. Thanks. I'll have to look for other subs for stories from my dad. He was a wicked hippie man whore, his life could make for several fascinating books. Edit again. Thanks to this post, I watched both John Wick movies. I loved Daisy the Beagle. I think now I must up the ante on my revenge. The person who hit my dog did so with his work van. I must render it inoperable so his business takes a hit. The next post from Chocoholic is titled Don't Fuck with the Fag. I'm an athletic gay guy and always have been. I was also born and raised in Texas, so you can imagine some of the goings-on in my younger years, when being homosexual was less accepted. This was a little over 10 years ago. Freshman year, I'm on the basketball team. I'm not good, not great, just average. The team also takes up a class period, and some days we have to study instead of practice. One of the kids on the team, M, would constantly give me shit for being gay, calling me a faggot, a queer, and all of the usual slurs. I, always being a pretty amiable guy and extremely slow to action, accepted his insults with open arms. Although I wasn't the star player, among people who knew me, I made sure my nickname was, The Fag. I'd answer yes to every, does ass taste good, or, do you have a body count? I never let it show but this constant disrespect towards me, and other people, including teachers, really got to me. He would harass my friends, pick on the boys, catcall and make lewd comments to the girls. He was the kind of kid who'd do a fake, yes sir, to a teacher who was getting onto him about something. That's when a little birdie told me his dad had died three years ago and his mom was an alcoholic. 
Despite the fact that I now had this knowledge, I held on to it until I had my chance. M liked to shove people around, but he never did me because I was pretty popular and matched him physically. Like I said, that didn't stop him from picking on people close to me. I started preparing for the fight I knew would come, working bags, learning footing, all the good stuff. After three months of preparation, I felt ready. He came upon me in the bathroom. Talked some smack I don't remember. There were a few of his buddies. Perfect. Remember how I said his dad died? Okay. Daddy issues. Can I call you that? Is not having one really considered a daddy issue? By the way, why are you so fixated on gay sex? Why do you ask so many questions? Do you want to try it, or was the last thing your dad did to teach you how to suck cock? Admittedly, not the best as I type it out, but mean enough. This got him enraged. All the better. He charged at me, through the narrow part of the bathroom. My back was to the wall and he was moving too fast. I got out of the way and he harmlessly flung himself against the wall. Harmlessly for him and me. Well, not for long. He had to shift his weight. I to his side, had already done so. It was a one-punch co to the side of the jaw. This kid had never been in a real fight before. It only took me raising a middle finger at the three friends he had brought with him to make them reconsider their dedication to the mission at hand. Next, I kicked him in the face, while he was down, four times. My shoes were smeared with blood. I kicked him in the balls a fair few times after that, spat onto the back of his heads and walked away. I never talked to him again. I never cared how he was doing today but I had seen his face and it certainly wasn't the one he had been born with. Naturally, word of the fight spread around, I got in some big trouble, suspension, but the motto, don't fuck with the fag, spread around real quick. As far as I know, nobody ever did. Thanks for the platinum. Also, I'm loving the gay jokes and puns, keep it up. I put some in there on purpose. I never said I didn't regret my actions that day. I don't condone violence, I just think this story is fitting for our nuclear revenge. The next post from Sanity Contagion is titled Years of Drunken Abuse Result in a Blanket Party. Dot. My aunt was an intensive care nurse at a hospital in Texas for 30 years. This is her story. A while back, my aunt tells me and my cousins this story, probably as a warning about drinking I guess. For years, Mrs. Smith would come into my aunt's ER battered and bruised. Apparently sometimes quite severely. The woman was getting up there in years and had almost monthly visits that sometimes required her to stay for a week or more. A quick rundown of some of the injuries I recall, broken pelvis. Explained by falling downstairs in her one-story home. Broken arms, wrists. Explained as falling out of her car. A shattered orbital bone in her eye socket. No explanation I can recall, a series of broken ribs. Various excuses, lastly, this dipshit broke her back which required fusing three of her vertebrates. Driveway car accident. So, Mr. Smith is appropriately qualified as a total piece of shit. On the end of my aunt's 12-hour shift the call comes in from the ambulance that they are bringing in a 70-year-old Smith. Faces fell, everyone gets somber knowing that Mrs. Smith probably won't survive the night due to the years of beatings she's already endured. The ER calls the ambulance back asking for a description of the injuries so the OR can be somewhat prepared. What they heard on the radio pissed everyone off. The paramedics were completely unprofessional. They were laughing their asses off as they described broken arm, broken leg and lacerated scalp. When the ambulance pulls up, my aunt and several other ER staff are trying to read him the riot act. Instead, Mrs. Smith primly stepped out of the ambulance, the paramedics pull the stretcher out of the ambulance and wheel her husband inside.
Enough is enough. Apparently, that's all she said. The paramedics had to fill in the rest of the story. So here it is. Mr. Smith came home drunk one last time, and she wrapped him in a blanket and beat him with a cast iron frying pan. Mr. and Mrs. Smith never came back to ER maybe he learned. TLDR, abused elderly woman returns the favor. The next post from the freaky child is titled Aunt Gets Nothing. Excuse the formatting and occasionally misspelled words. On mobile. It's long, I'm sorry. This is more my grandfather's nuclear option than mine. My aunt on my father's side is the definition of a piece of work. She's always been a user of people and just plain only out for herself. Damn the consequences. My grandmother and grandfather, her adoptive parents, had their own list of issues like anyone, but were good people. Salt of the earth type people. They always tried to do what was right and help however they could. This led him to bail her out of filing for bankruptcy on a couple of occasions because my aunt simply could not live within her means. Add on that she had, has a history of just being a really shitty person. Like stealing my grandfather's social security checks and retirement checks when it suited her. My grandmother died suddenly in 2001, and I remember my aunt being really childish that she didn't get anything as my grandmother's will stated that everything goes to my grandfather unless he passed first. Like, you know, basically every other married couple would do. My grandfather, shortly after, sold the house and land and moved about three hours drive north in the state. I was 15 at the time, and the toxicity of her threw this really dark shadow over my whole family in my eyes. In my youth, I didn't realize at the time that he did that to get away from his daughter. I dropped contact with my grandfather, thinking that he abandoned me too. I regret that to this day. Refusing to interact with my aunt also meant that I fell out of contact with my cousin. Anyhow, a few years later, my grandfather reached out to myself and my cousin. Asking is to come visit. We did, and it was a great time. Reconnecting. Aunt never knew about that. Putting water under the bridge, so to speak. The years go by and I still couldn't get over myself and once again fell out of contact a few times. About six years ago, my cousin calls me. Saying that my grandfather is living with him now and that he has dementia. That he probably doesn't have long. I was out of state at the time, so I booked the very next flight I could and raced to see him. My grandfather was able to recognize me, and called me by the nickname he always used for me. That was the last time I ever saw him alive. He died early in the morning a couple days later, and my cousin and I had to go to the funeral home to set up the burial. Turns out that grandfather had set everything up already and had it paid in full several years prior. All we had to do was sign some papers. Because we weren't his most immediate family, they needed my aunt to sign off as well. So, as much as I hated the idea, we set up a family meeting at the funeral home. We warned the director that she would try to change things, but to not let that happen. Not that she could pay the difference anyhow. True to form, during the meeting, she changed everything. From the type of casket, to the service, to even wanting members of the military there for a 21-gun salute. Grandfather was a Navy man from 45-65 and never saw active com ABT. Grandfather was a simple guy and had chosen the cheapest of everything. The director took it all in stride, and said that the difference was something like $16,000. And looked directly at her and said, we take cashier's checks the look on her face was priceless to me. After the service, about a week later, my cousin found my grandfather's will. So, another family meeting, this time with grandfather's longtime lawyer friend. Grandfather left his house and land to be sold and proceeds to be donated to charities after any debts owed from the estate are paid off. 
a little over $55,000 got donated across several charities in his name. He also left nearly all of his other belongings to my cousin to split with me as we saw fit. And left her $10 to be paid on the event of his death. Later, it was explained that he left her $10 so that she wouldn't have recourse to challenge the will. If you don't name a living immediate family member, they can challenge the will through some legal process. We found out as well that he had also sold the graveyard plot that was reserved for her next to my dad and my grandparents. I saw her about a month ago, looking like she may be homeless and obviously on drugs of some sort. I felt nothing but contempt and maybe a little schadenfreude. Edit 1, my first gilding, thanks for the gold kind stranger. Edit 2, it's been pointed out that I perhaps didn't make it clear enough that when she tried to make changes for the funeral, she didn't have the money to pay to do so. So, no changes were made, and she failed at trying to control yet another situation. The next post from P. Das is titled My Dad Ruined a Pedophile's Life. So I like to drink with my old man. He have three daters and one son. He told this story to me and my little sister, she's only one year younger than me, my oldest sister lived with her mom and stepfather at the time it happened. One day when she was 12, she called my dad in tears and told him about how she was molested by her stepdad, she just wanted to tell someone who would believe her, because her mother at the time didn't. My dad was about to get his stuff to beat her stepdad's ass. But my sister told him that she didn't want him to do anything, since she didn't want him in jail. So my dad quickly, contacted some old friends in gangs and told them everything. He was furious. My oldest sister's stepdad was beaten so bad, he barely recovered. Her stepdad and mom separated not long after. My dad made sure to call his work and tell them everything, got him fired. My dad made sure to know everything about this, man, so he could ruin his life as much as possible. When he got to a new city, and my dad got word of it, he made sure he got another extra beating or two. This went on for years on end. My dad was told a few years ago, that he sits in a wheelchair now, and can barely do anything by himself. He's still not satisfied, if it were up to him, he would be dead. No one hurts his children. My oldest sister haven't really had any real relationship, and lives with her best friend and a cat. She's 32 now, she's happy to this day, and I finally get to meet who she is. She reminds me a lot of our dad, same humour, same behaviour, a lot of the good stuff, and she looks out for family. She's such a great person. I'm not sure if this story is allowed, if not, just remove its smiley face. I'm posting it here since another subreddit removed it carrot carrot, edit. To those who says it seems fake, we were all drunk and my dad has a tendency to overshare his personal experiences when he's wasted. It's not exactly his words, but it's the basis of the story. My older sister was a well-behaved child, she wasn't scared of anything, I was told, and whenever my dad came to pick her up, she looked so scared and just wanted to leave as soon as possible. Both her and my dad said this. My oldest sitter doesn't like to share that kind of stuff, I get why. Edit 2. I live in Denmark, and we have a law that says we can't question kids, like get a statement, they have to go to a therapist and if the therapist judges it to be a major factor for the child's safety, she has to go through with it. The only way a child here can get a statement, or whatever it's called, it's through a therapist. Edit 3. Thank you for the gold smiley face. Today's last post from Red Rocket Rider is titled, Meta. I had to stop lurking here because of the cringy titles. Hurt my friends. Enjoy getting absolutely fucking ASS blasted to death extreme turbo cool 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 fucking hell. Just the do x.
Enjoy why, thing is cringy enough and the fact that most of the posts here are fake are, I am very badass material doesn't exactly help that. Think up more creative titles and learn how to write better fake stories, uh. Edit over a month later. I see fewer of those titles now and, in my humble opinion, it's all thanks to me and this post. Feel free to remember me as the hero that reformed this sub.